This podcast was brought to you by Ending HIV. If someone I had sex with got an STI, I'd want them to tell me so I could get tested and treated as soon as possible. That's why Ending HIV have developed a tool to help you tell your partner or partners if you have been diagnosed with an STI. The tool has drop-down menus to figure out who you want to tell, which STI you've been diagnosed with, and whether or not you want to see or hook up with them again. The system then automatically generates a message for you to share with the folks who need to know. Check out the Tell Me tool at endinghiv.org.nz slash tell me. That's actually amazing. Yeah, we love it. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Welcome to Drag Race Down Under, brought to you by Ending HIV, a weekly kick-ons recap. This week, we're joined by extra special co-host, the Bombay Bombshell. Am I Rue? No. Are you Michelle? Ugh, no. Are we about to act like we are? Duh. Duh. The night is young, no we're not done Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-ons You're welcome So last week we were talking about Electra's hometown look and we mistakenly called it cultural appropriation because at the time we didn't have any other facts around the outfit, and we do now. So we'd really like to share the backstory between the corduroy that Electra was wearing on the runway. So it was gifted to her by her drag mother, Miss Trinity Ice, and was designed by the whanau at Te Rangi in Kirikiri Roa. And Electra's posted on Instagram that using Te Reo Māori on the show as much as she can is really important to her because we have an obligation and the privilege to be able to use our... Uh, Areo on an international platform, which is amazing. She also said that having all these elements embrace her on the main stage and take, she could take the people who had helped her get to this point with this outfit on stage and showcase it to the world and how special that was for her. So everyone should check out uh, Electra's Instagram post at the real Electra shop. She looks gorgeous and yeah, hopefully this will open up a conversation about maybe next season getting a bit more diversity on the cast. And well done, Electra, for bringing that to the international stage. Main stage of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's um, amazing. Yeah, and, like, we're allowed to be wrong sometimes. Yeah. Um, but so this- love from us, baby. Yeah, Ellie. <laughs> Throw another shrimp on the barbie. Whoa. <laughs> what is, does that, like a certain Australian dialect? Isn't it just Alf Stewart? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's home and away. Yeah. 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 Well, let's throw one on. <laughs> I actually don't eat shrimp anymore. But no. When I was in Pack and Save last night and we were going through the frozen section, I did see a huge bag of shrimp and I was like, is this something I want? And then I remember Seaspiracy. Oh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh-uh. Welcome to Drag Race Down Under. Uh. We are joined today by the sensational, the Bombay Bombshell from House of Sin. Welcome. 
Good afternoon, everybody. <laughs> it's nice to see you all again. It's, it's quite dark here, but it's fine. We'll, we'll change the lighting. This is definitely not day drag appropriate. Yeah. But let's go with it. Wait, oh. I thought that um, dim lighting is good for drag queens. Oh, I'm not going to name names, but <laughs> you're correct. Yeah. How are you? I'm just so busy being booked for all these things. Oh, oh my God. I don't want to list them off because we don't have enough time for that. <laughs> but, Tell us a bit about your drag, though. Yeah. Um, I've been doing drag for maybe five years. Um, it just started as an accident because um, one of the shows didn't have enough performers. So obviously I thought I was really cool and funny um, and jump forward. Yes, I did win a um, New Zealand recognized makeup award. Thank you. Yeah. Um, we know some people who will never win those awards. Yeah. Oh, at least they'll have dim lighting. Yeah. Um, so I guess I'm inspired by like the cabaret burlesque sort of scene. Um, I like to say I have three different sorts of styles. Um, one is like dance, dance, revolution, cool mom, um, and then like slapstick comedy and then sort of the more eloquent, um, cabaret burlesque sort of style. And then I have my, um, burlesque fam, the house of sin, um, the only, um, employable, uh, can you edit that out? I'm kidding. Um, uh, dragless troop in New Zealand that we, um, tour, Every so often around New Zealand, um, you'll see us pop up at uh, community and corporate events around Wellington. Yeah. Yes. Book, we, me, book me for your shows. We love the House of Sin. <laughs> yeah, we do love the House of yeah. Sin. Yeah. Absolutely gorgeous house and apparently bookable. Very bookable. <laughs> oh, not my words. <laughs> uh, they can be my words. That's yeah. fine. Book the House of Sin. Where can we um, find you on socials? Um, follow myself, uh, Bombay Draglesque on Instagram. Um, and then on Facebook, the Bombay Bombshell and then House of Sin NZ on Instagram and the House of Sin on Facebook. So good. Done and dusted, booked and blessed. Booked and blessed. Well, thank you for being here today to dissect episode two of Drag Race Down Under, the Snatch Game. The Snatch Game. Oh. So first of all, like, how do you feel about... The Snatch Game being episode two. I'm quite excited um, being involved with the Snatch Game and seeing a Snatch Game actually have a good amount of people because going in, seeing a, a six-person Snatch Game would pr- probably be, a, uh, I can't compare it, but underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe if that had two more episodes, would it have been any more whelmed? Though, or do you think it would have been the so. same snatch game, but like maybe a couple of queens wouldn't have been there? Or it could have been recorded now and then fast forwarded, edited to yeah. two, two episodes in. I think that it may have given some of the queens a bit more time to get comfortable, like being on camera and with the whole process, because they've really only been there for like two weeks or like AKA maybe like two or four days. Yeah. And so it's a lot to get used to and then suddenly have the snatch game. You'd just be like, what the fuck is going on? And I think that Art maybe may have, like, and um, Kida may have, like, stuck with their original ideas and not tried to push the boat out because they might have been a bit more comfortable. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, it was shocking. It was so shocking. There is so much to get oh, into. We'll get into that, <laughs> okay, so the episode starts and we're kind of just going over what um 
what happened. So Jojo, RIP, we love you. We we miss you. Um, and they're all sort of talking about what happened last week. Electra reads out the note on the mirror from Jojo. Karen thinks that she's set the bar really high for herself. She has. She's right. Yeah. Amazing. Totally. And Art thinks that she should have won and she had the best looks. Oh, which That sounds reoccurring. Yeah, yeah. I think that it was very close. I think yeah. that, that um, Karen was just like a little bit funnier and yeah. brought us yeah. through love to do, laugh, laugh. You know? Yeah. Make me laugh. No, your audience. Yeah. So it's revealed that Kylie and Danny Minogue are the special guests. guests. Yeah. Not judges. Um, and it's sort of like um, setting up this like art and Karen rivalry almost that they feel that they're both strong and there's a little bit of back and forth. Karen saying that she thinks art gave her like a little shady look when she won. Do you think that there is real rivalry between them? Like because they're both Melbourne queens, so they probably work together or know each other like relatively well and they're very huge on the social scene. Yeah. I think that they are – would have definitely rivals in the drag race context, but as we saw Especially later, in the edits, yes. yeah, art went you know straight to Karen, like bawling her eyes out when she was walking out the yep. door. Spoiler yeah. alert: if you haven't watched the episode, then <laughs> um, yeah. So I think I think there's not really a competition unless it's drag race. Yeah, Eek. um, they do a shoey. Amazing. Have I'm you- so I'm so <laughs> glad that they put that in. Do you think what do you think was in it? It looked like there was milk inside nah, it. It would have been a cocktail of some sort. Do you think? Yeah. Well, yeah. Electra did like run back to finish it before yeah. the, when the alarm went off. Surely which... they're sponsored by someone. Yeah. They, they should have plugged that, I think. Pals? Uh, <laughs> what about the wine? The wine? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Duh. Beerfoot, beerfoot, beerfoot wine. 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 Maybe. Anyone wine. here ever done a showy? Never. Oh, back in the day when I was younger. <laughs> Out of a globe? And happier. No, because um, I'm from the west coast of the South Island. Whoa. Just doing it at, um, out of, uh, like, a glass boot was the similar thing, similar to um, um, for your 21st. Yes. What are those, what are those long? Yardy. Like a yardy, but a showy. I feel like that's the sort of the same thing. Yeah. But there's sort of a technique when you do it out because <laughs> it's like a gum boot. So when you fill it. You've got to like turn it so the air pocket doesn't like like splooge all over your face. Like oh my gosh. we're into that, but yeah. we're not wasting alcohol. No, we're not. I have done a um, what are they like a funnel? A funnel? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beer a beer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a yardie though. I would not cope. I have never done either, oh. and I feel very left out. The only thing is, I can imagine the taste of a cocktail running out of a gumboot would be absolutely disastrous. I actually have a routine coming up in a show to do with this subject, so watch this space, everyone. Wow. I got some expensive heels as well. (gasps) Oh, Specifically for showing. Willing to ruin? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is so good. So the screen pops up and it's, Bloody Kylie Minogue. Well, is it? Because she's pretending she's RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. Is she an actress? Yes. Neighbours. The original actress. Yeah. She was one of the first actresses ever. It was kind of sad that no one did her for Snatch Game. Oh, they should have. They messed up. Yeah. Do you is think she... she's a character that would work well? Oh, you could right. just sing. No, maybe not. Well, how would you make her funny? 
I don't know. How would you make Bindi Irwin funny? What you do is you dress her up as a big hot slut. (laughs) No, we don't shame that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, so Rue enters and we find out that they're doing the snatch game and everyone is shook. Shook. So they should be. Well, they would. The other thing is they go back to their hotel at the end of the day, right? And they would be thinking like, okay, I've got a few days. Like, I don't need to worry about my Snatch Game character yet. Yeah. And then suddenly to have that thrown on you would All be in. like... Yeah. So crazy. So we sort of start seeing what everyone is planning on doing. Art Simone and Scarlett Adams both reveal that they've got Bind- Bindi Irwin on the... Um, rotation and there's a little bit of a back and forth about well who's gonna do bindi uh and art just won't like is not gonna back down yeah which i think is the wrong (laughs) well it's good to back yourself but she had jane turner aka kath from kath and kim and like she's got that voice. She sh- oh, she should have just done it. Yeah. The thing is, I would have loved to see like Bindi was questionable by yeah. art, and I would have loved to see what Scarlett would have done differently because the character that uh, art had created for Bindi was very specific. And, yeah. yeah. And it's- yeah, I think that Scarlett's Bindi would have been a different woman. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But then that was never brought up again. It was just like Scarlett's doing Jennifer Coolidge, Art is doing Bindi, done. Let's yeah. never speak of it again. Fingers crossed for all stars. <laughs> we, there needs to be a world all stars. Oh, yeah. Honestly. No, there is like, In New they've filmed it. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little rumor going around because. Oh, that's right. Are we allowed to talk about Lemon, um, someone else, like, there's a few Canada girls. There's um, our favorite. Noi, um, Blue Hydrangea. Oh. They all went, all these queens went quiet on social media, but I don't think it was any down under queens. Yeah. Okay. But it's basically happening. Yeah. A world Maybe they're race. just waiting yeah. for the down under to finish. Yeah. Maybe they did. Oh my God. Do you think oh. they purposely eliminated Art Simone so she could go on the In world all stars? Oh. Not our words. Oh, my God. That's a prediction. Okay. Also, speaking of predictions, last week, unfortunately, I don't think it was on mic, but I predicted that someone would do Queen Elizabeth. She did. Well. Oracle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You paid for this. Thank you. I know I should. Um, Okay. So then we have Keita deciding between Carol Baskin or Dr. Zeus. Oh, heartbreaking. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, I wonder... One day I cannot wait to talk to you if you're listening. But I wonder yeah. why Dr. Seuss seemed like the right idea. I feel like definitely high risk, high reward, but it just didn't mm. pay off. Like that would that would be something I would do. Like, it's like an it's... high risk, like obscure character. Yeah. But the, yeah, I guess with Dr. Seuss, because as we were watching it, I was like, the jokes are going to be that um, he answers in rhyme. Yeah. And like, Unless you're, you know, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're going to be rhyming gorgeous with, no, wait, what Delicious. Was it? Delicious with misses. <laughs> I think you need to sort of, like, dirty up the obscurity of the cuteness of Dr. Zeus to yes. balance out that comedy. Um, unless you're super polished in that sort of, like, area of comedy. Yeah, and it also wasn't 
quite like quirky enough. Like it wasn't pushed far enough. It was just like, I'm going to try and rhyme on the spot. Like imagine if he had a cat in a hat laugh. Like yeah, laughed at everything he said, like the cat in the hat laugh, like Jim Carrey did. Like, but also I just have to say it was definitely better than uh, what's a name doing Bob Ross. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I think the tough thing as well, you can't, as um, an audience, automatically you can't associate yourself with what, who Dr. Zeus is. Yes. tangibly. Like, we know the the stories and stuff, but, like... Do we know anything about him? Yeah. Yeah. What does Dr. Zeus... Is that what they look like? That is what Dr. Zeus looks like. Oh, yeah. I know. Doctor... The look was great, actually. Well, when the the still was released, I did not. I thought that was Anita as Doctor Zeus. I was yeah. so confused. I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" Where is Kida? I couldn't find her. So, speaking of, so um, during this time, Kida is like questioning whether she should do Doctor Zeus or Carol Baskin. Anita comes over, yes. shady oh. lady, <laughs> says that you should. Well. Agrees that Dr. Seuss is, like, a good choice. Yeah. And then, and and then. The, oh, my God, the, like, asides, she's like, I'm not normally shady. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't think she was being shady. She, I don't she know. Well played. If you're in a competition, you've got to have some tricks, some True. strategic advantage. I also think that Carol Baskin could go really wrong. Did someone do Carol Baskin in the US? I feel like... Remember. I remember, which is not a good sign. Yeah, yeah I feel oh, like someone not there did. If we can't remember it. Yeah, but um, Carol Baskin could be bad as well. Yeah. Like she's easy, but she again is like I once you say, "Hey, all you cool cats and kittens," once. Yeah. What do you play on the fact that she killed her husband? Mm. Or yeah, where is the husband? Yeah, <laughs> I think. Well, Kita was safe, so, oh, you know. Drag Race UK Cheryl Hole transformed into Tiger King's Carol Baskin. No, I don't know if that's anything. Nah. Anyway. Cool. Okay, so Karen's being secretive about who she's going to do. She says she has lots of options, um, but she ends up choosing Dolly Parton because no one has done Dolly Parton before on Drag Race, and she feels like she can do it really well. She is a huge Dolly Parton fan. Like, Dolly Parton's her number one. And, like, her, inter- her entrance look was Jane Fonda's costume from 9 to 5. So, uh, yeah. damn, she's going to be kicking herself. Yeah. Maybe she it, tried to go in too, to be too perfect. Too maybe. literal. Yeah, yeah, too literal. That's right words. You almost, you have to be a caricature of who you're playing. Yeah. Like, Anita did it perfectly. She was the queen, but she was, like, this... There was a good compliment. Rocky old lady. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Rue walks in. Anita um, is talking to Rue and saying that she's going to do the queen. Makes Rue crack up. Yeah. And then Rue asks her if she's always on. Like, are you always like this? And sort of challenges Anita to find some new places in her personality. And then we hear from Keita that that is who Anita is at all times. Yeah. And she thinks it's a way of coping in the world. Yeah, you've worked with Anita before. I have worked with Anita before. They're an amazing person, um, such a professional, and yes, they are, they are like that in person. Yeah. I would, lo- I would love to work with them again. Oh, Book <laughs> well, I keep trying, but I'm always so busy. <laughs> I miss you, Anita. I yeah. Miss yeah, you. yeah, we love you, Anita. We love you so much, One day Anita. you'll come on the podcast. We've been trying for ages. Um... 
Yeah, that was interesting as well. Like we hear a bit later more about um, Anita's personal story, but it was just interesting to see someone like, you know, people in your life like that who are like always on and that you know that you can't get like more info out of. They're like, oh yeah, it's great. Everything's great. Yeah. And then so to hear later on more about her backstory was like really interesting and I was really glad. Then we got to see a bit more about our gal. Our gal. Um, Ru, uh, Coco talks to Ru, uh, said that she looked terrible in her first look from the runway last week. But she was all, so she was like, what What were you even wearing? I'm like, Ru, it's been two days. Like, how have yeah. you forgotten this already? <laughs> yeah. Oh. I, I just think Coco Jumbo is so gorgeous. And yes, yeah. that lips look was bad. But... She made up for it with that second look, like we said. Yeah. And we do have some high hopes. Coco Jumbo is someone who um, even for some reason, you know that you have those queens, even when they like fuck up a bit, you're like, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. No problem. You can't be good at everything. Yeah, legit. But make, makes up for it somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Her face is always yeah. so gorgeous. Yeah. She must have won a makeup award, surely. <laughs> <laughs> can you go to the makeup award recipient registry oh, and yes. find out? <laughs> you two can even see that for us. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. <laughs> We're bookable. Yeah. <laughs> Kickonspod at gmail.com. So, et cetera, et cetera is the next to chat to Rue and she reveals that she is doing Lindy Chamberlain and Rue instantly recognises Lindy's name. Rue's pop culture knowledge is always just like so on point. Pop culture and true crime knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> what a skill. <laughs> so Lindy Chamberlain, for people playing along at home who might not know, she was wrongfully convicted in a murder trial um, where her daughter, they were camping by Uluru, is rock and... She said that she saw a dingo take her baby, but the police didn't believe it. And she was then convicted of murder. And then it was all revealed that it was wrong and she was compensated and got released. I don't know how they like proved it, but. Well, so there were forensics that um, they found the clothes at different areas and they. So originally she got convicted because there was a mysterious stain in the car and they decided that that was a blood stain of the oh. um, of the child and that Lindy had taken her child to the car, killed her, there was a stain there, and then they had planted the clothes in different places because right. um, they knew that dingoes were in the area. But um, when forensic knowledge was kind of like better, they realised that it wasn't a blood stain and that the um, clothing rips and stuff were actually significant of what a dingo would do. Yeah. So, yeah. And then there was this big dingo culling hunt. They were trying to kill all these dingoes because they were like, um, killing babies. babies. Oh my God. This is in the 80s, by the way, as well. So, as et cetera, et cetera, is telling Rue that she's going to do this, the other queens in the background are thinking like, oh, this is a bit controversial. It's, like, dark, dark humour. And, like, this lady actually genuinely did lose her child. How do we feel? You said something quite good before Bombay. Did I? Yeah, <laughs> just about, like, living in a PC environment. Like, it's we're almost on the cusp of um, what is acceptable and what is not. 
Yeah, there's always these like conversations around being sort of PC. Um, sort of these actions, I guess, sort of generate these sort of conversations and where the balance is for us as drag performers, where we should and set the bar to be being PC as well. Yeah, yeah because... It's a tough one. It is, because drag is like a form, can be like a form of protest and also like we have this information yeah as, um, political statements as well yeah but that being like comedic political stuff yeah, yeah it's interesting but i think only a drag queen could get away with that like i don't think a comedian maybe make oh well it's hard to know like if you did a set yeah. and you brought up dingo send us your opinions yeah that. i think she like Taking away the, like, horrific situation that she, her child was murdered, et cetera, et cetera, did do a really great job. I think she and, delivered. It yeah. was really funny. The jokes were, oh, they made you feel sick and, like, yeah. giggle. Yeah, sort of yeah. guilty. So yes. you should. So you should. I also think that if it was, like, so unacceptable that, people like they didn't want it to air i feel like reese would have had something to say about it because he's a comedian he kind of knows how far to push things and all it's that laughing where you're laughing but you're like oh my god like rue halfway through the snatch game was like we're all going to hell for this yeah Yeah. and it's like remember when trixie mattel wanted to do um who was the girl hiding in the attic and frank yeah and Frank. frank and i think that that was too controversial so that she like couldn't Did do they it. Yeah. Well, yeah, she just yeah, they wouldn't let her do it. Right? Yeah. yeah, but there is a video <laughs> on YouTube of, of yeah <laughs> Trixie doing Anne Frank, which is quite funny. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Well, okay. it worked for et cetera, et cetera. Yes, she was also saying. So, um, I wonder if Lindy Chamberlain is alive and has seen it. Like, oh, imagine. I think, that's the other thing. I think she's alive. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so let's quickly. So Karen's doing Dolly, Art Simone's doing Bindi Irwin, Anita's doing Queen Elizabeth, Coco's doing Lizzo, Rue was like, cool, but when people do people that they love on Snatch Game, they get worried that they're going to offend them. But Coco was like, don't worry, I've got a flute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's so confident. <laughs> Scarlett's doing Jennifer Coolidge, Electra. So they're the only ones that we see chat. Oh, and um, et cetera, et cetera. But we don't see Electra chatting to Rue, who ends up doing Catherine O'Hara. We don't see Maxie Shield talk to Rue, who does Magda Zabanski, friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> um, and Keita, who do, is doing Dr. Zeus. Right. So then we get into the Snatch Game. It's. I think it starts off awkward. Yeah. I don't know why. I guess it's maybe because even, like, the first jokes that Rue's, like, trying to put out there, none of them are really volleyed back to her in well, a way that's that funny. Well, yeah, so it starts off with um, Karen yes. as Dolly. And on a scale of nine to five, like... How much do you hate Jolie? Yeah. And then she says, an 11. And Rue laughs, but, like... Can someone explain the joke? Was it a pity laugh? I think it was just Rue was like, oh, but like Karen's voice sounded like Dolly. That's all. I don't think there was a joke there. I don't think there was any comedy. It was like when you say like on a scale of one to ten and someone says 11. Oh, my God. I think that was the joke. 
I'm begging of you. Maybe it wasn't a joke. <laughs> maybe it wasn't a joke because we have to explain it. Exactly. Mm. And what about how Electra, which it must be a quote from Shit's Creek when she says, um, uh, uh, about the something pigeons. about pigeons, just make sure they're Italian. Yeah. And Rue's like, did she just say and repeats whatever Electra yeah. said? And then Michelle's like, yes, that's literally what she said. I thought it was quite funny. I don't want shit speak, but like that context of humor, like obscurity. Like, if you get it right, you get it right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they ended up saying about Electra's performance was that for some reason, like, it wasn't Catherine O'Hara. It it was, like, literally bizarre. Yeah. But it was kind of funny because it was so bizarre. I think she should have said she was Moira Rose, not Catherine O'Hara. I don't think they're allowed to do that because they're copyrighted characters. That's right. So they have to play the actual person. But then once you play, like... Magda Zabowski. Right. She was playing Magda Zabowski, but she Zabinsky. should have Zabinsky, <laughs> friend of the pod. She should have been playing a character. Like she um, yes, like Sharon. Like, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that would have been a lot funnier. Interesting to know for anyone wanting to audition for season two. Oh. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we have a joke. Yeah, we start in Anita um says that who needs a husband when you have peanut butter and two corgis? That was ge- that was genius. <laughs> that, that is my sort of humor. It was really good. Just setting up Queen Elizabeth as just like a bit of like a sexual nympho. Like yeah. all her jokes just had like a little bit of sexual innuendo in them, just enough to not be like innuendo. Thank you, Zabelski. Zabelski. Throughout it, Anita has very like intellectual comedy yes. as well, which I think is. For me, that's what I find funny. Like, the crudeness of some other jokes, I'm like, oh. But when it's, like, thought out and, yeah, yeah, intelligent. And execution as well. Yeah. And even just, like, that accent makes things funny when you say, if you swear in that accent. Speaking of accents, where were they? Literally no (laughs) one put on an accent except for Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. And Keita, I think, was maybe trying? No. Wasn't she? She was trying to rap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Accents are hard, especially with the Australian accent being the most sexy accent in the world, in my opinion. Really? Oh, I love it so much. Do you? Melting your wow. mouth. No wonder you're just smiling so much re watching this episode. <laughs> oh, I, hopefully, I can meet them all. Oh. I'll be a Corby, yeah. I would never put the Australian accent in my, like, top five hottest accents. What? No. I agree. We've lived in Australia, though. We've got trauma. I could talk about this for hours. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favourite accent? Um... I don't know. Maybe like, oh, do you know what? Drag Race Holland. I was so attracted to all of them. Oh, yeah. 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 Interesting. She loves an Irish accent. (laughs) I love any accent, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. It's one of her top five things that she needs (laughs) in a man. An accent. (laughs) Just, I don't want you to sound like you're from Southland. Um, Okay, so, no offense. Um... Uh, okay, so Art is giving these, like, long-winded answers that just, like, don't make any sense. Yeah, this is a um, great example of being crude and it not landing. Yeah. 
Sort yeah. of the, the background intermission sort of elevator music carrying it. Sort of was like the salt and pepper oh. to the... Oh. Yeah. You it know what I bad. mean, right? It was bad. And I'm pretty sure they inserted some crickets somewhere as well. Yeah. yeah probably a shade. She started battle. off really well. That joke yeah. about um, liking big... snake venom in her mouth. Yeah. Like, You thought it was funny. up from there. Yeah. 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 But that was the high. Mm. Oh. And then, so... Electra is also kind of not making that much sense, but they are laughing. So, like, that's the number one rule, make them laugh. Yeah. Um, this this note that Jason's taken says, Coco says bussy, then plays the flute. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michelle reads her for taking 10 minutes to write the word bussy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, interesting. Is that a reference to something? Or maybe she just ran out of ideas. I think that she was in shock as a state of like fight or flight mode the whole time and she could never she wasn't she could never land her jokes were all like Lizzo lyrics yeah and she couldn't turn it around to make it funny and or you know when a queen like describes the answer and then the punchline is the answer or they say an answer and then they talk about something else and that's why it's funny I feel like you need to be a Lizzo fan and see like Lizzo is such a big personality like in their interviews that they want you to come to the party. Yes. And when you're at the party, then they have the conversation with you. Yeah. Like, I yes. feel like that's what was missed out from that um, Snatch Game interpretation. Like, lyrics lyrics are lyrics, but yeah. too obvious. Obvious humour, like, no. Nah. And it's it was also over and over again. Yeah. The first one was good as hell. When she took the DNA test. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I think as well, it was a similar thing with Jennifer Coolidge who Scarlett did not look like Jennifer Coolidge. I mean, she could have pushed that way out. She could have had some crazy silicone lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all... Maybe like a buffier hair. Yeah. <laughs> Huge she nails. Too, like Jennifer Coolidge is beautiful, don't get me wrong, but Scarlett looked too pretty yeah. as Jennifer there Coolidge. There needed to be a bit of like ruffled hair or a bit of naughtiness in there. Yeah. Like it was too clean and to be tit, Jennifer. Like some tits. Yeah. Like she could have tits up to her chin. Yeah. I think... Luckily, Jennifer Coolidge is funny and she's a comedian and she knew all of her funny lines. Well, that was what I was just going to say, though, was that Scarlett was basically just reciting lines from movies similar to Lizzo saying lyrics. Coco is Lizzo. Yeah, but the only difference is that Jennifer Coolidge is a comedian. So the lines that she's reciting back, they're going to be funny because they're jokes. True. True. And Lizzo's like personality funny. Oh my god, Lizzo is yeah. so funny. If you Especially guys are not TikTok. watching, yes, so <laughs> funny. I could watch that woman shake. She, she gives this boss energy as well. Um, yeah, which wasn't given, I think is yeah. Yeah. Do you think that the American like queens have more of an advantage for snatch game because they do more impersonating? Like our drag that is scene a good point. isn't yeah. really impersonations. Is no, it? it's definitely not. Like I imagine over the um, in the US, they do this sort of stuff like three, four times a night, yeah, um, or a week, and then um, maybe for us, we do it like once every so often. When you're twice. doing your own snatch game. Yeah. <laughs> Uncopyrighted. Snatch game. I did snatch game once, yeah. but I can send you all a link. Add me on Instagram. And you did. Nigella oh, Lawson. <laughs> Nigella Lawson. Oh, gosh, it was so moist. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll watch that after this. Oh, I would love to. I would love to. Who would you do for Snatch Game? Do you, um, if you like, had to. Uh, if I had to do anyone for Snatch Game, it would be 
Um, Sorry, really off the cuff. Yeah. That's hard. Okay. About it. You can come back to us. I don't have an have answer them. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Someone with like, I think the more specific a person is, the easier they would be to do for Snatch Game. Yeah, I think that it's kind of genius when people do an actor and then play the character from the favourite TV show. And it kind of sucks that there were no New Zealand queens. Like a friend of ours messaged me last night and was like, I feel like there was such an opportunity to do oh, queens right. like New Zealand people and Australian people and there was only a couple and that was kind of sad. Yeah. I don't know who, we were kind of talking about this last week, who, which New Zealanders you could do well for Snatch Game. I think Jacinda. 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 Yeah. Jacinda. Or uh, Susan Pedro. Oh. Uh, or Suzanne Paul. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, no, I feel like maybe the Australian audience wouldn't get them that much. But Suzanne but Paul just... would be so easy to make funny. Yeah. Oh, Joe Cotton? <laughs> oh, the whole cast of True... Oh, cast. The whole of True Bliss. Oh. I'm here for it. <laughs> You're just changing every time. Or you could do Kitty Takanawa and literally just sing back the answers. Yeah. Like in full opera voice. Hayley Westenra. Yes, friend of the show. Oh, this is so throwback. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> Showing our age. Yeah, we are, we are. Okay, so Anita um, coins the term dat, dry ass pussy, which was like such a good quote. Yeah. Good um, and we get to the end of the snatch game and Jojo, uh, Rue announces Jojo as the winner because she didn't have to just enjoy shade, the snatch that's game. I know, do you think that was off the car? Yeah. Oh. Rue would not have been expecting what just happened in front of her. Definitely not. Definitely not. I was, when the cast was announced, I was like, this is such a strong cast. The Snatch game is going to be amazing. Yeah. And it was literally the opposite. Like, people online are saying it's the worst Snatch game of all time. Maybe it wasn't that bad. We just had our expectations were too high. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, maybe it was you, medium good. Yeah. Rue put every single queen up for elimination, except Six. three or four or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Like, Controversial. Not happy. Yeah. But there was, remember that one where they all yelled? We were talking about this. They all yelled at each other. Season five. Yeah. That was with, the one um, with Lady Gaga and... Beyonce. Yeah. And... A snooky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that, that was wasn't bad. good. Oh, right. But... Yeah, that was too far. It yeah. PR controlled or something. Yeah. And that, like, the other thing, maybe it's just, like, doesn't suit a season of Down Under. Like, maybe it just doesn't, but it'll be interesting to see what happens next time. What do you think about the Snatch Game in general? I love it. Okay, cool. As a performer, it gives us an opportunity to sort of upskill, especially if you don't have that, I guess, theatre background or interpreting background. From my experience doing it as Nigella, it was quite hard, but, like, producing, like... Probably my one of my favorite um, routines around Nigella, like That's just cool. um, sort of. I feel like people don't realize how much effort it is to study people's mannerisms, people's um, what they look like, getting like their lyrics or their lines or something, and just like remembering it, and also being so sharp when um, somebody's asking you questions and you have to reiterate yeah. an answer, like. Even though be you, so in the you've body. got to be onto it, like we read drag and read them, but it's hard. It's quite yeah. hard. So doing it, like all of them, uh, yeah. Did you have? Yeah, well done, everyone. Did you have like pre? They like, gave set us, out lines that you would like. Hey, I could say all this. Yeah, they gave us the like the vague questions, answered it, but we had to obviously um, reinterpret it. 
I guess, in association with the audience, say we had the pan, um, other performers next to us and just bouncing, yeah. um, like, smack between them. Yeah. Because that's the, when I did it, it wasn't rehearsed. Um, it's so, essentially improv. Yeah. Also, when you're interacting with, like, a completely different character next to you, you're like, you need to be in your head, how would I, as this Perth celebrity, interact with this celebrity? Yeah. That's not even real, or... Yeah. Wow. Who else was like, who did everyone else do? um, I think Mary Poppins uh, was someone on my panel and Cardi B, I think. And um, uh, Austin Powers. Ah. So like. Mary Poppins would be another good one because you could make it quite dirty. yeah, Yeah. And find the humor in that rather than like. Anything else. I don't think you can even like you... go back and watch Snatch Games. Watch the ones that worked. Figure out mm. why they worked. Choose a character that can have a similar arc. Yeah. yeah. I think you need to go in with a comedic strategy. Yeah, like um, even Gigi strong. Good doing um, the robot. The robot. Yeah. Like that could have been really bad. Yeah. Because no one knows anything about that robot. But well, well called. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so we're back in the workroom, and for some reason, <laughs> the queens think it was the, one of the strongest Snatch games to ever have existed, which is bizarre, but I also appreciate their, like, blind optimism and support of themselves. The delusion <laughs> of a queen on Drag Race is truly one of my favourite things to watch. <laughs> I love it. It's great. It is. It's because they, they don't get to see it straight away, I guess. And you have to back yourself. Yeah. But I wonder what the feeling in that room was. Like, there's no music, there's no canned clap, um, laughter or clapping. Like, surely they could tell that, oh, no one's really laughing that hard. Well, Karen said that she didn't feel like it was the best Snatch game. Yeah. Is she the only one that said that? She's the yeah. only one. Yeah. Art went in and she was convinced that Bindi Ewan landed. She was funny. She The character that she had thought up for Bindi, she really bought to the Snatch Game. Yeah. And it didn't work. Did somebody say it on there or did I just hear it that someone was just like, it was Bindi Irwin with a bunch of Australian jokes? Yeah. Yeah. I think Karen said that. And then Art last night tweeted like, oh, well, I'll just go back to being crass and making a lot of Australian jokes. Oh, oh, no. That's good, though. So then Maxi Shield asks around about um, how supportive everyone's families are. And it did, I thought it was going to lead to a conversation about Maxi's family, but it led to a conversation about Anita and her relationship with her father and that he, um, they moved to New Zealand, like him and his mum and the family, but without the father. And the dad sort of said, you can be anything, but don't be gay. And then when Anita had to come out to him, it was, like, really hard. But she was so lovely about it. She was still saying, like, I love my dad. And I, like, yeah, if I could say anything to him now and just say, like, I love you. And you were such a good dad to me. And it was so emotional, a little girl. It is nice to see uh, that side of Queens when they do choose to open up like that. And that's how you win the game. Yeah. I think think it's quite good because um, the general public don't get to see us as performers as actually real people. And we go through those, like, personal, social, financial, mental struggles. And when you put something like that in, it just makes it a wee bit more real and special. And then we see and talk about all this, like, smack, the shade. But in reality, some of us are trying to 
make a career, make a living, survive, um, do it and show and enjoy the art. Yeah, yeah, and potentially without the people closest to you backing you up. Yeah. yeah. Like, there are so many stories on other seasons of Drag Race about, like, people whose families, like, aren't that supportive and then... Who never even seen it. Yeah. Don't even know they're on the kimchi. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Well, thank you for opening up. Anita, I love you. Yeah, and I think it'll help change people's perspective on on what drag actually is. You know, yeah. my dad has definitely said to me before, like, do not, you cannot dress it as a woman. Like, that is something that I don't want you to do. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why he feels like that. Mm. I, like. Internalized. For, yeah, I don't know what he's going through that makes him feel like that. But yeah. um, it's something that I was like, okay, well. I'll do whatever I want, but thank you for your opinion. It's an old school mentality. <laughs> yeah. Better than this construct. I think he maybe would feel, and I'm speaking, I actually don't know. Yeah. But maybe he would feel like embarrassed for himself that like his son is wearing women's clothes, which I do anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so foreign to him. Clothes yeah. don't have a gender anyway. No. Exactly. And it doesn't it, like. Except your hat. Yeah. <laughs> thank this. you ending HIV thank you ending for the HIV for the pronoun hats thank and like you. if you've got any left I really want one yes. um, uh, that's the great thing about it being on TV too at 8.30pm free to air television like people who have just watched Lotto in their small town in New Zealand may turn it on and watch it and like think, oh, my nephew came out recently. Or, you know, it's just, like, another way to open up a conversation that they don't know how to have. And also watch people, watch these queens obviously present their art, but also actually fall in love with their personalities and be like, oh, like, I can, we can love queer people and queer people are lovable and, like, you know. And I think that's important in New Zealand because, like we were saying last week, how far everything in terms of like the queer community has to go, but especially like inclusive inclusivity yeah. in New Zealand. Like we live in our little Wellington bubble and we just like think everything's amazing, but it's I, obvious when you leave. Yeah. I feel like it's good to see that sort of stuff because I, a lot of us are pretty much just like smaller drag artists in a small town trying to make it big. Like yeah. some of them as well, just starting off small and then, especially um, social media just blowing us up. But when you rip it back to, the, like, where we first started, we, we didn't start with much. No way. Yeah. Um, there's an amazing TikTok account, which I'll link in the show notes, and it's this girl in the UK and her dad watching Drag Race, and he's so into it. He's like, he was like, oh, no, Denali can't go home. Oh. No, no. And he's like, oh, my God. Or then it's a runway, and he's like, she looks amazing. It's so great. We love it. So now we get to the main stage and the category is sea sickening. So RuPaul shows up in makeup. Thank God. Thank you, Raven, for like being here because I could not have done that again with Ru as RuPaul Charles on the panel. It's I just... think Ru looks great. And I know that you weren't a huge fan of the look, Steph, but oh, yeah, I didn't like amazing. the look. I like the make the the um the black, stage. The yep. black and yeah. the gold skirt. Yeah. I liked the hair and the I loved the makeup. I yeah. lo- I 
I have tried for 30 years to do a fucking black <laughs> eye, like black eyeshadow, and I look like I'm like going to a Halloween party, but the black eyeshadow with the sparkle on top. Mm-hmm. You could try an abusive boyfriend. (laughs) Okay, Lindy Chamberlain. (laughs) Right, so Art comes down. She's a seaweed goddess. It's so well thought out. Her teeth are pointy. It's incredible. It's like shiny. um, I have the name of the material in my head, but it's gone. Like this holographic sort of stuff. Yeah, it's so gorgeous and the foamy wig like at the end when yeah. you could see when she had her head down it looked so great um Kita comes out as sort of this Ursula sea witch thing and you were telling us a little story about oh, yes an amazing um, artist from Auckland so it's amazing seeing local artists from New Zealand being um supported um, yeah who, who's that um, Kita's Kita's yeah by um Ian Bernard in Auckland oh my god they've made stuff for wow so impeccable. Yeah, and it was gorgeous. And Kita's blue lips to die for. Um, we then see et cetera, et cetera, as a deep sea diver diva, um, which was fine. Was just missing something. Yeah. I feel like maybe a, a few, like, rhinestones to give off that little sparkle of being, like, underwater or something. Yeah, that would have been really nice. I think conceptual-wise versus the others, it was very, like, up there, but just missing the little elevation. Yes, totally, totally. And et cetera, et cetera's makeup is something. I need something else. I don't know what it is. Maybe a bit of blush. It's very one-dimensional to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> to me, when I look at her face, it's very, it's very like um, eyebrows and yeah. nose triangle. But I don't know. I don't hate it. Okay. I haven't followed them that much, night. so I'll do, I'll do some research. <laughs> like, I hate her face. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, we were drinking that. Yeah. Okay, so then we see Anita, and she's like the sexy siren. She's living on a semen diet. <laughs> and you were saying you've toured recently with the costume designer. Amazing Anita's little costume. Easter egg. So Chris O, oh, I miss you as well. Just amazing work. So much effort. Um, com- got commissioned for that little outfit. So followed them. Um, and they, they, I think they just posted a little journey of the that little outfit being made. But well done. Yeah, yeah, it was one of those moments where the queen walks around the stage and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. yeah. If you follow Chris O's um, Instagrams and see all their outfits. Yeah, oh. amazing. But if you see how they were made, oh, you'd be even more impressed. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I We've already seen from Anita so much versatility. Like, we've seen, like, heaps of different hair looks. We've seen, like, more glamour and silliness with the sheep look. I'm just like, girl, it'll yeah. it to us. And the whole time it still feels like Anita as well. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Um, we then see Maxie Shield coming down in her Mother of Pearl outfit, which was, again, there was just something a little bit missing. It was more... I feel like it wasn't expressively as much on theme for me, mm. having a cabaret burlesque background it was pretty much just a cabaret outfit cool pearls but maybe camp it up a wee bit yeah i think i said earlier maybe put like a little tongue on the as a fascinator to show show like a little scallop or oyster or something yeah but you can pretty much put pearls on anything 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I just agree. It was missing the, the sea, under the sea um, element. Yeah, totally. She looked gorgeous, though. She did. She did look great. And I actually loved her makeup as Magda. Like, Made the green more, eyeshadows yeah. and the pinks. Yeah. It was, like, really camp. cool. Really camp. Um, we then see Electra coming down as a seafoam creature. And then what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that poor silence was too long. <laughs> I also feel like that didn't fit on theme. There was, it was just a dress. Yeah. yeah. The other queens said in the, like, untucked part that Electra should go home solely based off her outfit. Yeah. I feel like maybe if they, there was some campness of maybe some fish or crabs trailing along the sea foam or something. Yeah, knitting. Oh, that would have been cool. Or, yeah. or yeah. like a little dribble from her chin or something. Yeah, something just a bit more like... obvious. It does also bring up that conversation again of access to resources and how much like money people spend when they go on drag race yeah. and that perhaps Electra doesn't have the access that Karen from finance has, you know, it's, it's hard. It, it makes it unfair. It and it's like a huge like jump for Electra to have to like stand up by these Queens. Totally. Like there's so much more that she has to do to punch through the noise yeah, when she might sure, not have access sure. to all of that. Um, we then have Karen, who's a sequin shark. Like, it was incredible. Oh, that was Cam. And Probably my favourite look. I love the obscurity of um, a silhouette as well. Yeah. Oh, and sequins. Yeah, it was so yeah. good. It was, it was so, so Even so the, um, the, like, fishbone earring. Yeah. So good. Detail. Her makeup looked amazing. Too. Yeah. And just, I would enjoy seeing that as a performance. Just, like, some silly... Maybe left shark, like yes, camp. that's exactly what we're saying. Left shark, yeah. a, a car wash, let's sing to car wash. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still not available well, on some, Spotify. Yeah, with some sexy like Jaws intro. Yes, uh, ah! oh, oh. you should run with that. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. Yeah, copyright. <laughs> 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 so then we have Scarlett Adams coming down and a little bit of like a statement about um, the Great Barrier Reef. She's a reefer, Franklin. Um, and how Great Barrier Reef may not exist anymore if we keep treating the planet the way that we're Great treating it. to, like, a political conversation. Yeah. A climate conversation. I think that yeah. was also missed a little bit. Like, even Electra, like, if she had had some, like, cans or something or plastic around yeah. her, she could have kind of leaned in more with that conversation. But Scarlet looked insane. Yeah. The colours were so yeah. cool. I think this is this amazing photo, photo shoot of them um, there's like the water and they're just coming out of it. Just real simple. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's a bodysuit done right. Eh? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I really have to say, I like, I do have feelings about Scarlett coming into the competition, but she is one of my favorite like narrators yeah. and her like little facials or her like, Oh my God moments. I'm really enjoying. I hope to meet them someday soon. Oh my god! Especially gosh. being in the burlesque scene as well. Yeah, We've seen some of their burlesque stuff. Surely there'll be a tour. Yeah, just please. Yeah, yeah. surely. Bookable. Yeah, surely you need to be the MC. <laughs> so we get to the run, like to the lineup. Anita hands down wins five thousand um, dollars for her Queen Elizabeth and look of the evening. So well deserved. Was oh, not a course. no question about Definitely who was going to win. 
Um, and as our friend Liam pointed out on Twitter, she's already working and promoting her one-woman show off the bat of her Snatch Game oh, win. So yes. well done. She knows how to Support work. Support your local um, drag artists, everyone. Totally. Uh, Kida and et cetera, et cetera, are safe, which I was, I honestly was once um, Anita got one, I almost thought there were going to be no safe queens. But, yeah, and that was interesting. I think that they both deserve to be safe. And everyone else is in the bottom. Um, so we're getting the critiques. Art gets told that her bindi wasn't cute, um, but her runway was. Coco gets told that both her runway and snatch game were missed opportunities. We didn't talk about, sorry, Coco coming down the runway, but... It wasn't good. Oh, that's because I wrote nothing about it. Because I couldn't. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel the tough one, like, say if you scroll through, like, Pinterest or something, there's so many, like, Ursula um, yeah. looks that, oh. It yeah. almost looked like she was trying to do Kim Kardashian on the cover of Paper magazine when oh, she had the champagne oh, thing right. on her butt. Like, that's kind of what the dress looked like. Like, the, but... the, hair, the hair was impeccable. I think just putting it against the other looks, just like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Michelle pointed out, if it was Ursula, why didn't she do purple? Mm. And, like, really go there and get, like, some tentacles happening. And, yeah. So then Maxie um, is, is told that she was too in character and that she couldn't... Um, she wasn't bringing anyone in. She wasn't in. bringing anyone in because she was too good. Um, and, you know, when we talk to Magda one day, we can find out what she thinks <laughs> of, of that impersonation and that she's told that her mother of Pearl look wasn't elevated enough. Electra's told that her Catherine O'Hara was so wrong that somehow it worked um, the, and that a look was, her, sorry, her runway look was pretty basic and it was a no thank you from Michelle. Uh, Karen is told again that she can't she looked like Dolly but it wasn't really embodying Dolly at all and it was a huge opportunity that she missed and that they were disappointed in what she presented. Was that the um comment there where like if you're gonna do somebody with that massive personality you essentially need to be an impersonator. Maybe yes. that's why nobody's really done Dolly in a snatch game before. Yeah. Like, you need to impersonate that. Oh. And yeah, I think as well, like, Dolly is so iconic, but to me, she's iconic for her music. Yeah. I don't really, like, I don't, when I think of Dolly, all I think of is, like, the looks and the sound. Nah, yeah. she's clapback queen. Anything uh, you say to her, she will throw something back in your okay. woman. She's so funny. And Karen missed it. Yeah. So did I, apparently. Um, <laughs> and then Scarlett's told that her Jennifer Coolidge was there. Like, the voice was there, but the jokes were kind of already jokes. Um, she didn't really look like Jennifer Coolidge. She just didn't push it far enough. And But they did love her runway look. So it's interesting because most people here are being told, like, one was, wasn't great and one was in terms of Snatch Game and the runway. But Electra, oh no, not Electra, um, Coco and uh, Maxi are the two that are told, we didn't like your runway and we didn't like your snatch mm. game. And yet Art was in the bottom two. Yeah. It's confusing to me because Art's runway was so good. Yeah, that should have made up for something, of course. It usually does. Like yeah. I was saying last night, usually like 
your favourite queen bombs and snatch game, but then she comes out looking amazing it. on the runway and they're like somehow managed to scrape through. It was just a, a weird choice. Because you expect that balance of like judgment as well. Like yeah. that's why there's two challenges essentially. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the queens go back out to one tut. They are like, oh, my God, the reason why we couldn't figure out who was in the top and bottom oh, is because we're all in the bottom. It's heartening. Yeah, and that's when Karen says, like, oh, yeah, I don't know why you yeah. guys thought it was good. And it that's when bad. Anita's like, what? Oh, yeah. oh my <laughs> God, what? I thought it was oh. fine. That's fine? Yeah. Oh, what a slap to the face. We then see Danny Minogue pop up on the screen and she has a Zoom with the girls and is just telling them to, like, no matter what happens, keep going. She looks amazing in her orange outfit. That was cool. I loved that. We then hear from the judges. Um, they say about Art that the biggest upset was that her Bindi Irwin just wasn't funny. Um, Michelle, or someone, calls Coco's um, snatch game a Liz No. Oh, that was race. Oh. <laughs> we love you, Reese. Um, Maxie, it's they're just saying that she was like too smart for the snatch game. She was almost over prepared and couldn't like let go and have fun with it. Um, it was almost of, too meta. Yeah, a lot of um, performances when we um, talk to, I guess, newbies, we try to encourage like 70, 80% plan, 20, 30% improv. So having that leeway to have a little bit of fun and not be yeah. too strict. Your performance character work. That's interesting. Yeah. That's really interesting. Great tap, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, they say Karen was painful as Dolly. <laughs> um, and again with Scarlett, that her Jennifer Coolidge was almost there, um, but they did love her runway. So um, Scarlett, Karen, and Electra end up being safe. Maxie is safe. Karen looks shook. And our bottom two are Art Simone and Coco Jumbo. And, like, everyone is just like, what the yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, watching the queens in the background's facials, just being like, oh, my God, what is yeah. happening? I think on. you saw it because I got goosebumps yeah, when that happened. Yeah, you did. Like, oh, no. It's crazy. So the song, okay, the song that they lip sync to is I'm That Bitch, which is one of RuPaul's songs, which was incredibly confusing considering yeah. there were two Minogue sisters who both have right. hits that they could have lip synced to. And mm. it must be a licensing thing because there's no way you wouldn't have a Kylie song. What song did they do last week? Um, good question. No, it was a man song, I think. Mm. Um, Let's throw back to that. Um, Oh my god! What the, the Bee Gees? Oh, oh yeah, it was line. tragedy. Oh, tragedy? Yeah. Oh. Wait, was it tragedy? Yeah, tragedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh. I've done my job. <laughs> <laughs> I just checked the Google Doc. Yeah. Okay, so the lip sync was good, but I really wasn't watching art that much. I was fully transfixed on Coco. Well, Coco took her outfit off. She was wearing a leotard and she was ready to shake it and yeah. make it. And make up for do Lizzo proud. Yeah. I don't think Art thought that she was going to be in the no. bottom at all. So she, not. she wasn't preparing to lip sync. And you know how sometimes they prepare because they're like, yeah. fuck, I need to just... That dress was like... She not could, ready for that. Nah, no, I don't think so. You couldn't, you couldn't really see any part of her body. She couldn't... I don't know if she does tricks or anything, but yeah. she could only really like walk around a bit. Her face was like going for yeah. it. Though. Yeah. That was sort of like... Um, who's the one that had the dragon outfit? With the trail. Oh, yeah. Kimora? Uh, Kimora, yeah. Versus, um, was it Denali? 
No. No, not different no. seasons. But oh, yeah. Different? No, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they really do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so the lip sync finishes. Coco Jumbo is safe and art is eliminated. Devastated. And she, oh, no. She's just in shock. Yeah. Like, Most you, of us were. I yeah. Think. Seeing someone. It's so heartbreaking. <sighs> it really was upsetting. When she walked back and was crying in Karen's arms, I just was like, this is wild. Definitely not their time. No. Oh. When Coco just sang Soz Bitch. I know. Oh. That was <laughs> oh, so... No. I was like, oh, my God. Um, so Art walks out the back. She says she feels like she's let everyone down back home. She's failed. You know, she's got this following that she was supposed to, like, live up to. Yeah. And then the producer says, but you were here. And Art says, that means nothing. Like, I'll never be able to live this down. I think Art... Should be very proud of herself Same. for making it. She's a really incredible queen, of and course. the whole world loves you already. Yeah, definitely here to support. Of course, yes. Yeah. No, I don't believe any queen is coming back in season of Drag Race Down Under. They haven't done it in the UK that I can remember. Um, I don't like. There's lots of chatter about like being. Art bring it, being brought back, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Mm. They had such a short window to film this, and which sucks because mm. I really liked that. Like I had art in the top two. Yeah. Everyone did, especially yeah. when um, they were announced. Right? Yeah. Mm. It would have been really sad to watch Coco go home as well. Yeah. It to would be have. I mean, that's the thing is that. I do love all of them yeah. in different ways. So it's it's like in the UK season, you're like, oh my God, I literally don't want any of these queens to go yeah. home. But they have to. But yeah, I just feel like she got in her own way. And sometimes maybe overconfidence is like not the way yeah. to go. You fall harder as well. Yeah. But a competition's a competition, unfortunately. And they can only go off what they're yeah. being. Like Rue can only go off the lip sync and who he feels is... Allegedly, who knows yeah. how produced it is. Who knows how it goes. But. I know. Oh, my gosh. So then we're just all, like, shocked. We, like, had to stop because we, we've watched we watched the episode, like, a few times. We were like, we need a break. We it's can't rewatch that so soon. It was so sad. <laughs> so we see the preview for next week and they're doing a new song. Um, Rue's launching a new song for Down Under. Um, and it looks like there's going to be a little bit of drama with Electra this, and the rest of the girls, perhaps. Unsure. Can't wait to see. Um, and that's the episode. So now we are going to present um, Care of Delta Goodrum, the Born to Try Award, who of which queen we think just, you know, is, is getting there slowly, you know? Yeah, and maybe that's the like um, the key to snatch game. You want to like gradual rise, yeah, and so that you don't have that huge fall. And then when you do fall, it doesn't really feel like that much of a yeah. fall anyway. Ooh. And we didn't have enough arc of art of art. Oh. What about, oh. No, <laughs> so definitely that. But like, there was no, there's no arc yet of a character, a person's journey. Definitely yeah. Not. And so usually they're taking that in with them to snatch game, and you're like, oh my god, I'm so proud of them. Like totally. I never saw this coming. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it's really nice that Delta Goodrum has let us present this award <laughs> on her behalf. On her behalf, Jason. For me, 
And I know that it was controversial for a lot of people, but et cetera, et cetera, really made me laugh. And I think that she can, the trajectory she's on is really exciting for me. So I'm giving the Born to Try Award to et cetera, et cetera. I agree. Oh, Oh, really? Well, I'm going to give mine to Anita, shock. (laughs) 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 Because I'm so proud and I just think that she's giving the audience like looks, personality, a glimpse behind the scenes. Like the first two big storylines of people behind the scenes have been both the Kiwi Queens, which is really interesting. I think that, and really cool because, you know, we don't know a lot about Kita and Anita just from Instagram and House of Drag. So amazing. Well, thank you, Delta Goodrum, for presenting that (laughs) award. Oh, can't wait to meet you. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, you couldn't be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, sum up the snatch game. How do you feel? Meh. (laughs) I thought it was great. Like, it's really hard work. Like, I think they definitely, most of them, or some of them, (laughs) a few of them did really well. Um, And definitely some iconic moments there, but definitely um, kudos and onus to uh, Anita. Like, you did the snatch game well. Really well. I think as well, it was just such a stark difference between Anita being so great and then some people being okay and then some people not being good that it's just, it was so confusing and like, it's kind of hard to sum up because yes, some of it was bad, but also some of it was really good. Yeah. Did you, I I don't think we we talked about it. Did you appreciate the moment where Anita's like super small as the queen. But they're really tall. Like that little detail just being smaller than everyone else. Yeah, just punched back. Where everyone's so like massive, big hair. But Anita is um the queen just like like this timid little She would yeah. so sore after that. Yeah. Like hunching over for I'm that long. Pretty sure they're like super tall in those heels. Like so funny. Yeah. Also the makeup looked really good, like yeah. the aging of the face. And Keita is Dr. Zeus like I don't know what Dr. Zeus looks like, but the Neither, look but was the still strong. Yeah. I'm just eyes. having a moment where I'm like thinking about Electra doing Catherine O'Hara outside of the Snatch Game. I'm like, would that be kind of interesting to see at a live show? Like, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think she's, it would be. She's like, Moira Rose as a character is so iconic and like it was on the way to being there. Yeah. yeah. I think she just should have done some more like David jokes or like Bebe, like Moira mm. said, like just some more Moiraisms. Like I know she wasn't. It could be like an experience thing as well. Yeah, like, the other um, drag artists probably have been doing this sort of stuff for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the screen, the, newer... the Home Alone screen, was spot on. Yeah. Rue loves when Electra yells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally yeah. cracks her up oh, every they time. In the first episode, yeah. right? She's yeah. a screamer, yeah. and I like. Uh, like the trailer for next week did make it look like there's a bit of drama, but Electra is a strong performer. Yeah, they are. So she's going to be strong in that challenge, no yeah. matter what drama happens before. So it's going to be interesting. I feel like as a person, their background is they're quite a technical dancer. As yeah. Well. I haven't met them, but we've heard things. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that all goes down. Right. Gorgeous. Well, Exciting. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. We will be back again next week, but probably the same time. Who knows yeah. when this will be out. Um, 
Thank you to Ending HIV for yes. letting this all happen. Steph Absolutely. wants a pronouns hat if you have one. Yes. I'll take any pronouns. We have hundreds. <laughs> um, and thank you. Thanks for, having me, Thanks for booking me. Nice um, chatting and yarning and expressing what little um, drag stuff is. Yeah, um, we've loved it. Be back again. We will. Yes, we will yeah. see you again Watch these soon. <laughs> <laughs> and please. Rate, review, if you want to, and subscribe to Kick Ons on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would appreciate it. Follow the Bombay Drag List on Instagram, House of Sin on Instagram, Kick Ons Pod on Instagram, and Ending HIV NZ. Bye. I have a confident tongue. Bye. <laughs> Slide into my DMs. <laughs>